0: I am Sandra Ezekwasele and you come to me for hard facts. Hello Lagos, I am Sandra Ezekwasele and these are your hard facts. Living in the digital age means you're bombarded with information.
1: The federal government is asking Lagosians to
0: believe. Speaker of the House Femi Bajabi. It's getting harder and harder to find the truth in the disinformation. Or to put today's headlines into context.
2: One no, no, of will just talked to me, Sandra, on my
0: reach. Oh. That's why I'm here. I ask the tough questions that get to the root of things. The previous uh, election had um, allegations of rigging. Nobody has
3: been able to prove that 2018 elections were
0: rigged. Mm. I tell you the history behind the news. I need to take you back. I need to give you a bit of history. Right. Now Zimbabwe has got its independence. I in cut game. through the spin and show you the facts. Talk. No. no. I, will, I will let you talk. Coyote. I will let you talk if you let me talk. There's a reason why more and more equations are tuning in. 570,000 of 630,000 people listen to hard facts. They know what they're looking for. I'm Sandra Ezakosini, and these are your hard facts. Good afternoon, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your Hard Facts. Have a great show for all 630,000 of you. We're starting with the big three. Let's talk about NMPC talking about selling a majority stake in the refineries. Remember during the campaigns, Atiku talked about privatizing parts of NMPC, including the refineries, and the government opposed that plan. I guess there's been a change of heart. Then we're going to talk about Zainab Ahmed, the finance minister, asking the international community to consider cancelling Africa's debts again. How are we back here after just 14 years? And then speaking of debts, let's talk about trader money beneficiaries refusing to pay government back. Remember, you can talk to us on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. You can also uh, share your thoughts via Facebook. Facebook Nigeria Info 99.3. We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080 75805. Thursday means that we're bringing you Eyewitness, as always. Eyewitness is where you take over and talk about what's happening in your part of Lagos that you believe Lagos should be talking about. So load your airtime, get ready to call me. Now we're going to bring you the League of Extraordinary Nigerians as well. That happens at 4. Eyewitnesses is at 4.30. After eyewitness on today's big hard fact, let's talk about the ease of work life in Lagos. As we all return to work, our old friend Traffic is returning. And there's currently a conversation buzzing on the Internet at the moment about how unbearable traffic makes working in Lagos. People are talking about spending up to seven hours in traffic every day. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about what the stress uh, 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 of the commute and the working life in Lagos is doing to you. That's at 5 o'clock. Don't miss that conversation. I have a feeling it's going to be a great one. Of course, there's news updates at the top of every hour. You need to listen to every minute of today's show for a chance to play Just a Minute. Just a Minute is not happening just yet. So please don't call me right now to play Just a Minute. Huh? Now, uh, uh, we have um, 10,000 naira to give away on that particular segment of the show. But let's get started with the big three. This
2: is so-
4: On 99.3, Nigeria Info.
0: Okay, let's get right into it. Our first question from our first story, is the government changing its mind about privatising the refineries? Does Nigeria have a moral right to ask for debt forgiveness again? Why are trader money recipients not willing to pay government back? Those are the big three. Let's talk. Our first story, the NMPCMD says government may sell a stake in the refineries. I'm talking about Melechiari. He granted an interview uh, on a TV station yesterday and he talked about the deregulation of petrol prices. Remember, we talked about that yesterday on The Big Three, and you had a lot of things to say about it, a lot of strong opinions about it. And something that a lot of you kept asking me was, why are the refineries not working? I mean, the entire reason we're talking about fuel importation and subsidy on importation is because we are not able to refine enough petrol domestically. Meanwhile, I told you about Niger Republic next door and how they are now self-sufficient in petrol. So Melek Kiari was asked about the refineries and he said that the federal government is thinking about privatizing them partially. According to him, the government's plan is to look for investors who can buy majority stakes in the refineries while the government through the NMPC, will stay on as a minority shareholder. That's the same model that is being used for the LNG projects. Now, some observers, of course, found something about this interesting. During the 2019 campaign, the refineries came up. Do you remember? And Atiko Abubaka was asked about the refineries. I remember he was asked. He was the PDP's presidential candidate. And he said at that time that if if he were elected, he would privatize the refineries. Right, you remember he said that he said if he were elected, he would privatize the refineries. Right, and um, the APC at the time criticized him, they even said that he just wanted to sell the refineries to his friends. In fact, you know what? Let me even play what he said. I remember that he said some interesting things. Let me play that insert for you. If
3: you'd like me to lift this up or up or down, If right. you And, so forth. and that's why I strongly support this project. Left to me, I will reduce the size of the federal government completely responsibilities with the various components, whether
0: And this response he gave uh, during the campaign in 2019 was uh, to a question about uh, his plan to sell the refineries to his friends. It was a very hot topic of conversation. I played this clip for you at that time as well, and we discussed it on Hard Facts. And back then, most of the economists and most of the oil and gas experts were saying that the refineries should be sold. Their, their argument was that government has shown us for 40 years that they don't really know how to run those things. But Artiko lost the election. President Buhari won. So it seemed like that debate was over. Refineries will not be sold. Abby? Well, now suddenly we're hearing from the NMPC that the government is changing directions. And so, come on, the obvious question is why. What has happened in the last year and a half to make the president and his administration change minds about privatizing the refineries? If you ask the experts, they will tell you, well, um, uh, most of our fuel consumption up until now was met by imports. Government has been subsidizing those imports to keep the price of fuel relatively affordable. Now, we've talked about how government cannot really afford that anymore. But deregulated prices mean that from time to time, the prices will go high. At the end of the day, government still wants to make sure prices remain affordable. So the only alternative is increasing local supply as an alternative. That means that we need local refineries. Dangote is working on one. BUA says that they're starting one soon. But we have these huge government refineries that are more or less gathering dust. Earlier in the year, we spoke with Andrew Nevin from PwC, and Andrew ne- and we were talking about how much money the refineries were losing. So why not get them to start working again? How do you how do you get a uh, 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 government? How do you get um uh, um uh what's it called now fuel consumption to a point where we can meet? Uh, local demand if you don't have refineries. But at the same time, how do you get them to work if government doesn't have money? You have to sell them or you sell parts of them. And there's a second factor, the shortage of foreign exchange. To import petrol or almost anything else, you need forex, you need dollars. That's usually what you need, dollars. So the private fuel importers need CBN to give them dollars. We all know that CBN is having difficulties providing dollars to everybody. In fact, some analysts think that one of the main reasons that CBN keeps restricting imports is so that it doesn't have to give people dollars. And so as long as we are importing most of our fuel, CBN will need to keep bringing out dollars. Long term, perhaps it's not sustainable. So at this point, it seems government has decided to bite the bullet and, you know, part-sell the refineries. What do you think about that decision? Still a maybe right now. Melekiyari said maybe. But what do you think about that? In 2019, during the campaign, did you support or oppose Atiku Abubakar's plan to privatize the refineries? Do you agree or disagree with the present administration's change of heart? I should tell you, by the way, that President Obasanjo approved the sale of the refineries, but President Eradu has stopped it. Now, 13 years later, look at us again. So did we just waste 13 years holding on to refineries that government is not equipped to run properly? 0700 993 993 993 993-993. We've got Christopher up first in Ikoi. Hello, Christopher.
4: My fresh Good afternoon, ma'am.
0: Good afternoon. Thanks for coming. Thank
4: you. Mm. Yesterday, I hear you say, uh, is it Niger that 2011 they started processing their refinery?" right? Yes. Just 2011? No,
0: they discovered fuel in 20. Uh-huh. They discovered um, uh, crude oil in 2011.
4: Okay. Mm. And now we're importing from them?
0: Well, we're not importing from them. They're selling the excess to us. <laughs>
4: They sell the to us. <laughs> oh, my God. We buy Gary from Burkina Paso. Uh, they refine that they should not sell it to. Because I remember that 2019 or 2015, when I think we made that statement, I supported. This guy is a businessman. They said, no, he wants to sell it to his friend. So they look at where we are. Where's my brother, Ibe Kachuku? You know, I said it. That guy hold me an apology. Ibe Kachuku come with all the grammar then. Oh, you do this six months. He said we should give him six months. With the increase to 140 something. Oh, six months, he will come back to 44. I said, no. These guys cannot. Today, where is he? After five years. Well, good thing they have a change of mind. You know how much uh, Chief Cody told us they spent to maintain the refinery the other day? Hmm. Because they are normal. They are crude oil. How many ships did they say? Uh, Magu says in the water that they couldn't sell or sink. So no money, no, no, no crude oil to sell again and make dollars. Now nah, they want to give uh, NMP. They should not give it out to... Let them continue running it. 2023, then we see people who have something to do about NMPC will come and sort us out from this problem. Thank you, President Sandra.
0: Thanks for calling us, Christopher. Let's talk to Charles in Leckie. Hello, Charles.
5: Hello, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon.
4: Yes,
3: I think this, the sale is long overdue is so, so, so long overdue. We've wasted billions in the last how many years? The Minister of State for Petroleum came out, I think two weeks ago, to tell us that debt refineries, staff have been paid, been promoted, been trained for doing nothing. So if those assets are sold to private individuals, you'll be surprised within the next six months, one year, they will work perfectly. Perfectly. is a part drain that the government and the officials are just using to drain Nigeria. So it's long overdue for Sila.
0: Thank okay. you. Thank you, Charles, for calling us. Ninety nine point three. Hello.
3: Hello,
1: good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. Please, Samuel, from
0: Hello, Samuel. Thanks for calling. Go ahead.
1: Oh yeah, I'm the guy, I'm the guy who called
6: yesterday. Who called yesterday about, um,
0: of course, I'm sharing um, how COVID-19 um, has been affected or altered the um, plans to be admitted on this year. Samuel, so. Sir Samuel, maybe send us a message via WhatsApp. We're talking about something else entirely. We've got Ikechiku uh, Okafo on the line. Hello, Ikechiku.
4: Hello, good afternoon. Eh? Sandra. Good afternoon. My name is Chief Ikechuku Okafo.
0: Yes, yeah, good to have you on the show, Chief.
4: Um, there's another language, language that says, Tata Bubo. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one actually, and I got to go save us anything. we they do, they do, God pass every human being. Thank God today they want to say it. I don't want to argue what I took is right or not because I know I took was right, but I'm not with anybody. Thank God they want to do it now. So let us thank God they want to do it now right. because without privatization, you cannot meet up with the regulation. You're just talking mm. it will be it will be it will, it will be a mirage. Mm. Only, only privatization, so that there they, they will be competition. And the department can determine itself. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much. All right, let's uh, take more calls. 99.3, hello. 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 How are you, sir? What's your name? Good afternoon, sir. Sandra. How are you? I'm very well. Good afternoon. What's your name? Okay, my name is Charles. I'm calling from Ejibu. Charles from Ejibu. Welcome. Go ahead. All right, just like
2: Chief just finally said, man will go <laughs> then um any time w- once wake up, that's when that's their morning time, mm. so I believe um anytime Nigeria is ready to wake up, that will be our money time. For now, I don't see any headway even if we set the refinery to the privatising um, if we even though we privatize the refinery to the private people. The same thing that happens to as we still happen to it. I mean, anyway, I wish Nigeria the best of luck.
0: All right, Charles, thank you for calling us. We've got Chikoudini, Sherry on the line. Chukudi, hello, how are you?
2: Yeah, good
6: afternoon, Sandra.
0: Good afternoon, welcome.
6: Yes. Uh, there is this marketing research team. Say market uh, deceptive marketing needs or might. Deceptive campaign, meet or might. APC came with deception. And the old Jonathan PDP apologies. The old article PDP apologies. From 2015, 2019 respectively. Now they are coming back. I remember during the heat of that campaign in 2019, These people came on to to the public and said they had over 7,000 megawatts, at least. Shortly after that, (laughs) guess what they say, it was around 4,000 something. Breaching trust. Breaching lack of understanding. Deception. Up and down. So now, They put, they are trying to put the cart before the horse by this deregulation stuff. And this is why they are now coming back, they're their mind back that you have to cut one before two. This is how they, when they came in, they immediately ban importation of rice. We start making rice production sufficient and the price or, uh, affordable
5: every sector
6: they delve into deception 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 we are waiting for them for 2023 we are we want to hear what they will tell us to deceive us again
0: All right, Jokodi, thank you for calling us if you just joined the show. Hello, good afternoon to you. It's 23 minutes past three, and uh, this is The Big Three. The Big Three starts hard facts every day. I am Sandra Ezekweseli. This is Nigeria Info 99.3. And uh, when we start The Big Three, we tell you three of the biggest stories of the day. And our first story is that the NMPCMD says government may sell a stake in the refineries. Malechiari, he granted a TV interview yesterday to talk about the deregulation of petrol prices. If you listened to the show yesterday, we talked about deregulation and you had lots and lots of opinions about it. And uh, when Malachi Ari was asked about the refineries, he said the federal government is thinking about privatizing them partially. According to him, the government's plan is to look for investors who can buy majority stakes in the refineries while the government through the NMPC will stay on as a minority shareholder. So it's the same same, uh, model that is being used for the LNG projects. Now, I talked about some observers who found it interesting that during the 2019 campaign and refineries came up, Atiku Abubakar, who was the PDP's presidential candidate, said if he were elected, he would privatize the refineries. APC at the time criticized him for it and uh, said, oh, you just want to sell it to your friends. One and a half year later, they are talking about, OK, uh, but perhaps we will do this thing as well. And the question is why? Now, I told you that there's probably two reasons, right? There's a few factors. One of them is that up until now, all our fuel consumption has been met by imports. Government has been subsidizing those imports to keep the price of fuel rel- relatively affordable. And we've talked about government not being able to continue affording that anymore. Government cannot afford to uh, subsidize anymore anymore. But deregulated prices mean that from time to time, prices will go high. And government doesn't want that. Government still wants to make sure that prices remain affordable. So the alternative is increasing local supply as an alternative. And the way to do that is to fix the refineries. Yes, Dangote is working on one. BUA is about to start another one. But government has huge refineries gathering dust. Why not get them to work again? Now, government doesn't have money to get them to work again. What can government do? Sell some parts of them. And that's probably what's happening here. So that's the first story on today's Big Three. Now at 45, 3.45, that is, we'll hand you over to our friends from Olymp who have a message for those of you who would like to invest in Forex. Remember, I talked about Forex as one of the other factors that um, is probably going to get them to sell parts of our refineries here in Nigeria, right? So if you want to learn how to invest Forex, 45 is when uh, that conversation will come your way. We're going to pivot to our second story next. Don't go away. Stay right here on the Big Three on 99.3 Nigeria Info. This is the Big Three. The Big
2: Three on the Hard Facts
4: on 99.3 Nigeria Info.
0: One of the reasons government is getting rid of fuel subsidy and wanting to sell the refineries is because debts are high. And in our second story, the government is also asking for its debts to be cancelled again. Zainab Ahmed, our finance minister, is leading the call. On Tuesday, she was in a virtual meeting with other finance ministers organized by the UN, and they were talking about relief for poor and vulnerable nations that have been badly hit by COVID-19. And here's what she had to say, quote, My delegation supports the call for outright cancellation of debts for vulnerable nations, or at the very least, extended debt suspension as well as liquidity retrieve, and also special drawing rights for countries in special situations, especially countries in Africa. Africa. End quote. Yes, you heard me. Our finance minister is calling for international lenders to grant debt cancellation again. I keep saying again, because let's remember recent history. In 2006, Nigeria had almost all our sovereign debt forgiven. The Paris Club, who we owed money, cancelled the debt after a lot of effort from then-president Obasanjo's administration, led by Okonjewala, Ngozi Okonje Wala, who was finance minister at that time. While that was happening, you also had a global movement mo- uh, pushing for Africa's debt to be forgiving. Lots of African countries got an amnesty at that time, and that was 14 years ago. Peking with a bomb for 2006 is 14 today. But today, most of those countries are back in serious debt, Nigeria included. In fact, almost immediately after getting their debts cancelled, they started borrowing again. They went into the bond markets, they went to institutional lenders, and then when China started its Belt and road project, they went to China. China has lent lots of money to African governments in the past decade, including Nigeria. A Nigerian sovereign debt is getting to levels that should raise some concerns. Our debt servicing payments every year are taking up the lion's share of our revenues. And our revenues are so low that we cannot fund our budgets each year without raising more debts. And that's how we end up back where we were 14 years ago, asking for debt cancellation. And come on, this raises some very obvious questions. First of all, did we use our clean slate from 2006 properly? Have the debts that we've incurred over the last decade and a half been worth it? Have we used that money in ways that made our economy stronger or the lives of people better? Then there are questions about our financial management. How did we get back into that situation where we cannot comfortably service our debts? Does that mean that government and politicians did not learn any lessons from the last debt trap that we fell into? And of course, there's an even bigger question. Will the international community even agree to another debt cancellation? They go vex. I mean, they already agreed to a short term suspension of debt service payments for many African countries because of COVID. But now we're asking for outright cancellation. Won't they start wondering whether this is now a normal plan for us? As in, borrow without expecting to pay back because you can always beg. What do you think about this? About this call for debt cancellation? Do you think Nigeria used the previous debt cancellation prudently? Why do you think it took us 14 years only to get back to this position? WhatsApp is 08095975805. Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM. And Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. Hello. Good afternoon.
5: Yeah. This is Mike calling for Jamkuku.
0: Welcome, Michael.
5: About government says that they will sell part of the uh, refinery. They it's may. not a wrong thing. It's a welcome development. Okay. If they are selling part of it, are they making it public offer? If it is public offer, it is good. Then they shouldn't sell our refinery just the way they sold our uh, power industry to some state or private individual. Then they didn't make it completely public offer. Hmm. If they want to make it public offer, I support it. On the second issue about uh, forgiveness of debt, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to use this word. It's just like, it's just like, uh, I would say, the top political people, they are taking us back After they have misappropriated our public funds, they have not embedded it they will be running around for forgiveness. And they will be telling us that they have key records. We see. They should stop that madness. And those foreign countries shouldn't forgive us of any debt. Like those that are responsible to pay off our debt, those that have stolen from our way, they should
0: prosecute them. Thank you. All right, Michael. Thank you for calling us. Kane Day is in Lucky. Hello, Kane Day. Hi, good
2: afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, i like to start with the article thing.
0: Yes, go ahead.
2: Okay. Um, for me, when I heard the comments back then, mm. I just saw it as they were joking and this guy wasn't serious. As in, he took a serious matter and he was joking on national TV with it. Mm. And I felt bad. I didn't support him then. Then I really lost my... Confidence in an article being president. Okay. But I felt it's a serious matter. They are saying you tell to friends that you are asking, won't you want to buy Nigerians? Everybody was laughing. For me, I felt that was, you took a serious matter and you trivialized it.
3: Hmm.
2: For me, that's a no-no. Yes, we need to privatize, but the problem I always have with the Nigerian process is corruption. Hmm. How do we eradicate that from happening? Anytime we want to do any private policy, corruption wears its ugly head. Moving on to your next story, Sandra. Mm-hmm. Um, the debt cancellation thing, I know. I have friends who keep on telling me, America does this, America borrows. There's no economy in this world that doesn't borrow. Mm-hmm. But then my problem is they pay back. They don't go cap in hand begging, please forgive us. I also have a problem with the fact that we borrow funds before you know it, half of it is gone. And then when you say Nigeria doesn't have money, the figures we are hearing from NDDC, what's that? Isn't that money? So why do we keep on saying we don't have money? We have to borrow. When the figures we keep hearing, that people just siphon out of the country, from the National Assembly down to NCCD and all? I go like, come on. We have what it takes to become a great nation. What's wrong with us? Hmm. That's my take Sandra.
0: Thank you, Kende, for calling. Uh, we have what it takes to be a great nation. What is wrong with us? Beose Smart says when Atiku said he will sell it. Myopic Nigerians did what they know how to do best. Christopher Cardinal says it is because some self-centered individuals are the ones running the affairs given to them by persons who know next to nothing about running a democratic government. That's for Facebook. On WhatsApp, we have quite a few you thought? Demoudier from Sur- Surulere says, saying that government does not have money to fix the refineries is the joke of the centuries. If they cut costs of governance, what they will save for two or three years is more than enough to fix the refineries. We have wicked and lazy thinkers occupying various positions in government. How do you expect things to work? As far as I am concerned, uh, Dennis from VI says, the international community should not cancel our debt because we are not learning lessons besides all the money they've borrowed what have they used it to do uh, anywhere in the country where are the projects that they've used the money for they have no shame at all and that is why they always go out there and embarrass themselves we should pay back our debts is as simple as that uh, we've got Dennis who also says um, Mm, Okay, sorry. I can't read that first comment that you sent to me, Dennis. I'll take a final call from Ola and then we'll move on to our final story. Hello, Ola. Ola, are you there? Sorry about that. Good afternoon, Sandra. The idea of selling Nigeria's refinery after those in power have realized crude oil is losing its value and failure of putting it in order. Now, who are they selling it to, if not themselves? There is God, if they fail to know. Abe Oyelowo from Ikorodu says. Uh, we've got another comment here. Sandra, even if our debts are cancelled and loans given to us, we will whack the money. your Bata from Suruleri as well. Sandra, I don't want... Uh, our request for loan cancellation to be granted because if we truly are poor... Uh, how about the money collected? Uh, how about the money co- allocated to purchase brand new cars for legislators a few months back? Olua Setemi says, Olua Setemi, thank you for calling me, for sending a, a message to us via WhatsApp. I think the power has to go back to the PDP because they seem to have more ideas around the country. Atiku Abubaka has said it all. Obi from Aja says, Good afternoon, Sandra. Niger and Cote d'Ivoire have refineries in their country. I want to use this opportunity to say, shame, shame on these leaders. Sandra, mark my word. After the completion of Dangote Refinery, it will still not work effectively, Kenneth says. Well, Dangote's Refinery isn't owned by the government. It's a private refinery, so maybe it will work. Kostnars from Ikotun says, people refusing to pay back the trader money is because people see it as their share of the national cake. I beg, made them pay up so that government no go use that one as excuse to tell us, say, government. Government money don't finish, especially now where they don't, they beg for Igbese relief. <laughs> Cosmos, thank you for opening up our final story. And you are right. That is the reason that people are refusing to pay. So let's go from federal government wanting cancellation of international loans to Nigerians not wanting to repay federal government loans. In our final story, Trader Money recipients, no de pay. No, me am this thing now from the uh, focal person for Quora State of NSIP, Bashira Abduraziz, Abdurazak Sanusi, sorry. Now, y'all remember Trader Money. Trader Money, you know, was in the news a lot during the 2019 campaign. Vice President Oshima just spearheaded it as a program to give small loans to small-scale traders. The loans started at 10000 Naira. If you pay back on time, you qualify for a bigger loan. If you pay that one back, you get an even bigger loan and on and on and on. Now, Abdurazak is saying something about this situation. He says, quote, poor masses are not ready to repay the loan after collection because of the attitude of Nigerians to anything from government thinking it is national cake. Also, those that disburse the money do not have records of beneficiaries like phone numbers and addresses, thus making it difficult to track them down for repayment, end quote. <laughs> My people. <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack in there, in that quote. First, um, the idea that people think that government money is national cake and they should take their share and run um didn't the people running the nsip realize that people think this way i mean this is not the first time that we've heard of people trying to take government money and run right and then it leads me to the second point she is saying that they don't have the records of the people who took the loans how is that possible how was government through nsip and trader money giving loans to people without collecting proper details i mean we all saw the videos of the vice president following the trader money staff in the market right we saw them collecting people's names phone numbers and all of that remember it was meant to be for people selling in particular shops so shouldn't they be able to trace the beneficiaries to their shops but let's say for the sake of argument that proper records were not kept okay at the end of the day for each loan that was giving out There was somebody in Trader Money Office that approved it. For every loan, there was a specific government official who saw that the records were incomplete or inaccurate and approved that loan anyway. So have these officials been arrested? Have they been queried? Have they been probed? I mean, if the situation is as bad as the Quara focal person is saying, he's suggesting, surely heads must roll. Abby? But Omo, you talk about this story, especially in the context of our first two stories, and you have a situation where government is selling majority stakes in our refineries because we cannot afford to maintain them or to keep running the false subsidy program. You have a situation where government is also struggling to pay its debts and is asking the international community for debt cancellation. And at the same time, we have government spending billions of naira on a program like Trader Money and unable to get the money back because proper records were not kept. By the way, in State alone, Trader Money gave out loans worth 1.3 billion. 1.3 billion naira. Now, think about the other states. And we have the focal person telling us that a big chunk of that money cannot be recovered because government did not keep proper records. So, my question is, are scandals like this the reason why we cannot pay our debts and we cannot run our refineries. And then you also talk about the beneficiaries. What is wrong with Nigerians? Why are so many Nigerians so willing to be fraudulent? Collect loan, run, only base for life. Give fake info to government after now. Some people, these same people, some of you, sir, are probably going, about to call me right now to abuse government. Meanwhile, trader money you don't collect, I don't run. In fact, a lot of those people have probably already called to insult government in our second story or sent me WhatsApp messages. To say, oh, why should government want their own debt to be cancelled? Maybe they've not called. Maybe they're just listening and you know saying it in their mind. But they're, they're owing government. They've even run with government money. <laughs> God, Lagos. What do you think about this thing? This, uh, this uh, focal person. This thing that she said. What do you think about it? What do you think about so many Nigerians absconding with loan money because it's quote national cake. What do you think about Trader Money not having proper records? According to the focal person herself. And what do you think about the Trader Money program in general? Unfortunately, we're out of time. So I have one minute to give to Philip in Jakande. Hello, Philip. Thanks for calling. Hello. Philip, I've got one minute for you. Good afternoon.
1: Tell uh, yeah. us uh, the story for today. I uh, nice. to take all of them and in the same line. First, let me start from the article issue.
3: Mm.
1: I want to say that is one of the things that made article to lose this election. People thought maybe he wanted to send Nigeria out. They're coming back to the previous money. Mm. You see, government will borrow money in the name of a policy that they want to help. the masses. So They cannot tell us that they don't have a specific record for that. That is where they are saying that they embezzle our money and not tell us that they want the international organization to wave away the loans they've collected. That's another way of corruption. So we want to let them just like what the man said, the man inquired, mm. let the heads move. They should bring out those documents. If they don't have document, why would, if there's no document, why would somebody approve such an amount of money to be disbursed out?
0: Question, Philip. Thanks for calling. The woman in Quara, she, she actually did not say, Let the heads roll. I'm the one who's saying, She be heads, hopefully, will roll. What she said was that poor masses are not ready to repay the loan after collection because of the attitude of Nigerians to anything from government thinking it's national cake. Also, those that disburse the money do not have records of beneficiaries like phone numbers and addresses, thus making it difficult to track them for repayment those were her words. Amayak Felix of Biofiong says, don't blame the trader money. They probably have to use it to survive during lockdown since our big brother has refused to give palliatives. Lagos